Now, The Crowncast, with your host, Murray Brookshaw. Welcome to The Crowncast, episode 38, Be Wise with Coach Brian. I think, Brian, we've probably done about 10 of these, right? Have we? It's I been think 10? so. Yeah. I bet you we could ask anyone. They could tell us. Be like, actually, it was two, and then the other eight. Well, no. They just repeated yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> 10 is good. That's good. I'm here with Coach Brian Wise. Brian, you look rested. I feel a little bit more rest. I mean, except the weather helps. Like, everybody thinks, like, golf pros love the summer. Like, winter is coming. It's like, it's a little nicer. I mean, September's a, September's an interesting month because no one travels yet. Uh, everyone's still here. And then daylight shrinks, so tea, the tea sheet shrinks, and then everyone's just cramming in. So no one, it, it gets a little rough in September, and you also lose your kids because they go to school and stuff like that. So yeah. September is a, a stressful month, but we're wrapping it up. So yeah, and you just get, got off the course, right? I did. Play I played a little scramble. I played three rounds this week. Wow. Oh wait, can we send it? My mini thinks I'm at work. Uh, <laughs> you're, 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 I am. I'm engaging. I'll tell it. Yeah, yeah I'm engaged. I like that. I'm gonna. <laughs> your, your player engagement. So you were yeah. engaging with the players. Well done. It was I a good scramble. It was a good round I just played. We played a nice little scramble. I was like, we got on the first hole, and I'm like, I don't really know that I want to play real golf today. Can we play something fun? So we played a little two-ball scramble, you know, and played well. We won, so that was good. I won't tell you against two. I don't want to embarrass anyone. No, but their first initials are P and A? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we kind of we, we demoralized them a bit. We kind of t- had to take it easy. We were worried about tears and stuff like that, so we had to let up off the gas a bit at the end, you know? Hey, first of all, we usually cover how's Mindy doing? Uh, she's okay. You know, kids went back to school, got her sick because they got sick. You know, school's a smorgasbord of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, uh, you know, uh, she hurt her foot the other day, so she was on crutches. I feel like she doesn't have um, good luck is a, is a great way to play. We, we have a game that we play in our house. We call it, uh, my kids got it off some YouTube channel. But basically, I blindfold myself, put earphones on, and there's a ton of music in my ears. So I can't hear anything. And I can't see anything. And so I hide eight objects in our living room, kitchen, and dining room. And the kids come around and they try and find the stuff while I try and tag them. But I don't know where they are. Uh, They added a little element this time. So they added an element, my kids, of doing it in the dark. So they all had flashlights. And it doesn't bother me because I still can't. So it's just me running into stuff. I absolutely despise the game. But my kids love it. So I play. I'm running into stuff, breaking my shins. Well, anyways, Mindy went to avoid me tagging her and jumped off of a, not jump, but kind of stepped off of a coffee table. She, she went across our coffee table. You can tell our house is really clean. Uh, <laughs> and she landed awkwardly on her heel and must have bruised it, and she couldn't walk on it. And so, you know, I, I was, it was pretty funny. She didn't think it was as funny as I no, thought it was funny. No. But yeah, so the last five, six days, I've been uh, servitude, you know, making dinner, doing dishes, yeah. you know. So it's you're fun. basically the danger family. No, just her. Like, I'm great. <laughs> Our kids are great. It's just her. Uh, but everything else is going well. I mean, uh, you know, uh, the medical system is good. It's been great. Like, she's she's doing well. She's still on chemo till February. And, uh, you know, every time you have a call, it's like the stress building to a call. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then the call happens. And then depending on how the call is worded, you either start stressing more or less. And right. I think sometimes they don't realize how much... Like words, you know, can really how you how you word what you're trying to tell someone, especially in the medical industry, can really affect how they think, right? So, like, we had one call that, you know, the way it was worded made it sound like we had something to worry about, and then, you know, the next call, the person was like, "No, 
Like, why would you even think that? And I'm like, well, this is what she, the person said. And, right. And so it's hard sometimes because you're not, you don't want to worry because that's not how you want to live life. But then sometimes it's just hard. Sometimes it's just like there's misunderstandings through it. And because, you know, you take it one way and they, yeah. they totally meant it a different way. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's fun stuff. Well, I'm, I admire how you guys are progressing through this whole thing. You're uh, you're uh, putting the danger out there by uh, just uh, you know uh, walking into things in the living room. Yeah, she, I think she yeah, she thinks less of it while she's on crutches now, so that's good. Her hair's growing back, which is good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, it'll be nice. I think it'll be interesting to see. Like you know, you're you're on uh, you're on chemo for so long that you never know. Like like I'm interested to see like when she gets off if it what she starts to feel like because you don't like you don't know because it's been so long since you felt good and it's been so long since you've had surgery and all that stuff like you kind of forget what you felt like before so it'll be interesting like at the end of this how she starts to feel or how she starts to come back out of it because you know you don't know right like yeah you know she should come back and feel a million times better because you know you don't really realize if it's affecting you because it's been so long yeah, well, uh, great attitude yeah. and uh, good progression. So that's so that's very positive. Yeah, I only can have a good attitude because she has a good attitude. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Hey, observations from your summer of coaching. You you had a lot of students this summer. I saw you in the range and the putting uh-huh. green and chipping and everything. Uh, observations uh, that you've taken out of it. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was a good summer. I think you know slowly you know students are starting to get the idea that you know it is a longer process than a short. Uh, you know change isn't overnight it's really difficult like I always what I learn more is how to word and express myself better to students and just try and make them understand how things aren't easy Uh, change uh, comes with failure Um, it doesn't mean that you know it always has to come with failure but it does like failure is part of learning and so depending on you know what everybody's working on but i think the majority of the students feedback was great like they said you know they got better or were getting better Uh, it's always funny because you like you do these programs and it if they're two months it's still not enough time to really see progress Mm -hmm. and then like four months like i'm like oh man like sometimes i'm like oh did i do anything like I hope I helped. And, and, you know, you kind of see the person and then like two months later, they're like, Brian, I'm like killing it. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks yeah. for telling me because most of the time you don't hear, right? You don't hear. Yeah. And so you hope that people get better, but it's difficult. I mean, it changes hard uh, and it's really hard to have change too without commitments and without, and golf, you know, like you go in and out of being able to, right? Practice yeah. and, and do the work necessary. But yeah, summer was good. And did you play much? I didn't. I played. I played more this week than I played probably in the last three months or four months. You know, wow. I tried to play more, but uh, you know, it's funny. We always hear it a lot. You know, and the uh, people say this to pros, and they're always like, "Oh, you, I didn't even see you. You weren't here." Or you know, you, you're never here. I hear that a lot, right? Where and it's been everywhere. I've, oh, you're never here, and it's like we're only ever not there one day. Maybe. And like when we are there, we're there 14 hours. Now we might not be in the pro shop, but we're there, right? And so from like April to basically the end of August, it was like, you know, I was necessarily in the shop, but I was working, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours a day with teaching and stuff like that. And, and it's nice when it slows down. So you don't really get a lot of time to play. It's kind of hard to tell your wife, like when you're gone so much, be like, hey, I'm going to stay there more. 
Yeah. She's not a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and also with uh, men's night, ladies' night, club championship yeah. for the ladies and the men and, and all of those events that you end up yeah. doing. I mean, it's not just, uh, not just teaching. There's a lot of stuff going on, right? Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, it's funny. The job looks fun. Everyone's like, well, you know, he's looking at him. He's enjoying it. You know, it's fun, fun, fun. But there's a lot of prep into everything if you if you don't want to like have mistakes right and i think like you know with jared and and the crew in the shop and and like with his leadership like that's what we're trying like we're trying to make it so like things are more seamless doesn't mean mistakes aren't going to happen but the more you prep for events the more likely they're going to go and and that's what a lot of this winter time is for too right yeah no doubt what do you have to plan for the fall uh, I got a couple programs. We're going to we're gonna do the speed one again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was really successful last year. So like with the speed sticks and everything like that. And then we're also going to do, I'm going to do a TPI one where um, people will get assessed in TPI. And then basically like we'll build the program for the next two months of like what they're going to do in, in the gym necessarily or at home stretching and what they're going to do with their swing. And the interesting thing is, is with TPI, like, well, when I look at your swing, I'll be able to break it down and tell you, hey, this is what your body does. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't swing. What you're trying to do won't be fixed unless you fix your body. And and a lot of people think they can just do things and, and their body, like we talk about with your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Like your yeah. shoulder can't do something. Yeah. So if I try to make it do that, it won't do it. So why are we trying to 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 make that happen, right? Yeah. And for- so... And so that's what that program will be about is building someone's body into better shape so they can, you know, swing better, right? Because we all think it's, oh, well, I can fix my swing. I'm like, well, it depends if you can move that way. There's a lot of broke, like, everyone's, like, it's amazing. There's so much stuff people can't do that they think they can or, like, they think is easy. And, like, these guys that are playing on tour, they're athletes. They're not, like, oh, yeah. they're athletes, like, 100%, right? So it's just a matter of getting that body working better so you swing better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, fittings, you can do fittings over the uh, over the fall and winter as well, right? Yeah, I mean, we have less selection because all the new clubs come out. Like, you kind of get into that middle ground. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the fittings this year have been uh, through the roof, right? Like, everyone right. has been full. And, I mean, the only problem has been, you know, delays. Like, yeah. that's been a fun conversation where you can't get stuff and people are ordering and waiting. I mean, we've had people waiting, unfortunately, a long time. But then also we have had that aren't waiting. I'm hoping this winter with companies and stuff like that, they'll... F- start catching up so we can start getting our deliveries back to where they were i mean it got real real bad where we didn't get a we didn't get any golf pride grips for like six months seven months oh yeah couldn't get them and and the thing is is you want to tell someone hey sorry it's not on us but in the end it is right like it becomes troublesome when you know you're you're just the middleman but you can't get it right and they trickle in like when i ordered those callaway apex clubs they trickled in you get like your five and eight and then you get your seven and nine yeah. and that sort of thing but it was well worth it in the in the end great yeah. to do the fitting yeah, yeah if you don't do a fitting if you don't like if you buy clubs off a rack i don't get it i don't understand why you would do it i don't even get it like and don't get me wrong i understand like you're spending money right why not make sure you're getting the right thing people get very brand specific and so every club is different i mean if there was one club It'd be awesome. Yeah. It would be my life done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Here's what you get. And but there's so much selection. Why wouldn't you go through the process of trying stuff? I see so often where people will go to golf town and take something off the rack or whatever. And I go, like, how do you even know that's the club for you? 
like you know you can optimize a lot of stuff now like it's fittings yeah. are well worth it yeah. yeah no doubt yeah hey one of the things a pretty cool event you put on with men's uh the men's night was the road trips yeah amazing right yeah it was fun it was good it was good to travel i mean we all get a little i always love it like you know people are really a true sign to me of a great golfer is someone that can travel so can you go to another golf course oh, yeah, and be yeah. good? Because you know what? Being good at your golf course is, is not, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's, no. you've played it all the time. You know every break. You know what you're doing. Uh, but yeah, like it was nice to take guys on the road and, and then listen to them go, well, I played like garbage. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's kind of, if you don't travel, you know, tournaments, that's, that's to me the most impressive part about the PGA Tour. It's not oh. that they, they're great. They are great, but it's that they're, they can just go to any course and perform. That's amazing. Like different breaks, different grass, different stuff, different wind conditions, different tree. Like everything's different. And so they can travel. Like Augusta doesn't play like anything on the West Coast. Yeah. But they go from one to the other and the guy might shoot 10 under both at times. And you're like, man, that, that's impressive. Yeah. Both events were a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, Craig Skeen, my buddy, was yeah. CPS, sponsored it. Yeah, it, it was, was good. Well, the support through like the support of the men's night has been great. And then the support of the ladies night has also been great. Like people are really starting to get on board with the club. Like that's what makes a club great. Mm. You know, people think uh, staff is a huge deal, but support is a bigger deal. Like when you're, when you're invested back into your club, uh, it only makes the club that much better. I always tell guys that about men's night. I said like, you know, give, give back to the men's night because I don't, I want to make the night better. That's what attracts more people to come. And so like everything that comes in on men's night goes out the door. Because, yeah. you know, like, why wouldn't it? Like, because that's what makes it grow to such numbers. And same thing with ladies. Like, that's support just builds and builds and builds momentum, right? Yeah. The ladies, 99, 120. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic number considering what it used to be. Yeah. You know, like in the tens. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, I used to always, uh, when we did those at, uh, with Bill, I, he made me run. Uh, Jared's a lot nicer. He's got like two or three people helping out. So it was a little nicer that way. Yeah. I didn't have to run as much. So that's a knock against Bill. I, he, when he listens to this, like, <laughs> but it used to make me run all the time. I was like sweating to death. And when I had big hair, it turned into an afro. Yeah, it got a little messy over there. Oh but yeah, God. I used to run all the time for those. But it was a good, it's a good event. Uh, no doubt. Now, the club auction, um, that's kind of a thing that you did at the old place and you're doing it here at Crown Isle. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? Just yeah, it's it. a good way to get, uh, like, you know, if you're thinking about getting clubs and you don't necessarily care that they're new and you want a good value for a club, it gives you the opportunity to try the club. Uh, but you get it for a good value. I mean, we're just looking at clubs that we maybe bought. Like we like to bring in demos so the people can try them throughout the year. And now they're going to be going to next year's product line. So we want to get rid of the demos. Um, you know, there's a couple new things, but we'll put them on sale. It's a good way to get a good value club, but you also can try most of them too, right? So you're not just like, well, I'm getting a deal. So because that's what we do a lot of the time, right? Yeah. It's a deal. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. no, you can actually try it and then see if it works and then see if you want to pay that. And the auction works so like you can buy it now for a little bit more or you can make a minimum bid. And then, you know, when the final date comes, if you're the highest bid, you, you get the club. We just come in, you pay and the value's good. I mean, you're paying like we're not we're trying to move around like we're trying to get rid of it so we can bring in more demo stuff for next year. Like I hope for next year we're going to have like fit carts for every brand we carry. Right. Eventually, like with a new range, we're hoping there'll be a whole two fit base with everything in it for you to try whatever you like, because, you know, it's that important. You know, I've seen guys get 10, 15 yards out of clubs. Right. So, oh, yeah. no, but the auction, I think the auction is a good way to get it. Like if you're looking for a good deal, like we're going to putters in there, wedges, 
uh, Ferro Woods drivers, enough stuff that you can probably find something that you need uh, if you're looking for a good value. We'll keep an eye out in the uh, in Yeah, the it'd probably be second second week of October. We might yeah. set it as a separate email just because, you know, it's going to have a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, would, I would think I'm just organizing the paperwork right now. And, and once we send all that stuff out, I think it's going to be, be nice. Yeah, and all the clubs will be there for you to look at. So yeah. it'll be good. Uh, great conversation, Brian. Yeah. How about we bring in uh, Mark Valier and talk about uh, junior golf? I think that's a great idea. I'll go get him. Okay. Oh, sorry, Murray. Sorry it took me so long. Mark's as slow as always. Have you ever seen Mark play? I have slow play Mark. Oh. Super speedy. That's actually my new nickname now. So Every time he gets, every time he gets uh, a little faster, he, he gets really excited and tells me yeah, all about it. Really, really excited. So it's always <laughs> it's exciting being around here with Brian and the guys. So, yeah. He's, no captain, he's captain excitement. Exactly, exactly. Hey, Mark, uh, Junior Golf just kind of wrapped up with Operation 36. They came from the park to here for their final night. Um, and uh, what a great turnout and what a great year, right? Yeah, for sure. It was uh, it was awesome to get that up and running and have the juniors have our junior night at the park as a weekly weekly event. And we saw a turnout of about 60 to 70 different players throughout the whole year. So that was amazing. Good to get the ball rolling. But I mean, that's just the start of it. We're hoping to just continue to grow that program year after year and kind of add some instruction to it as the years go on as well. And just keep kind of moving that ball down the hill and those will be our future members and hopefully it'll be pretty cool to see what they're all doing for years to come here. And that's really the most important thing. They are our future of the golf course. Absolutely. They're the people that are going to take over, right? Well, and it's not even that. I think, Mark, like, you know, it's important like to understand like it's any kid. Right. You can, ne- you can never have picked up a club before. Right. And they could come out and they'll get around that golf course and have a good time. It could yeah. be, it's anyone. Yeah. And so like, I always hear like, you want a better chance to be with your kid. You can walk with your kid. I mean, you can have a like you can actually enjoy your time walking with your kid around the golf course, and they'll get better just by coming. We had a great time. Bill Kelly brought his daughter Sophia, and I brought Kenzie. It was awesome. Good avenue, really comfortable, relaxed atmosphere there, and it's just a great way to get the kids actually onto the golf course, learning how to play golf. I mean, it's great to go to the range and hit ball after ball, but at the end of the day going onto the course where they have to make their own decisions, choose the club, that's what's really going to kind of get them to that next level there and kind of progress as an actual golfer, as we'd like to call down the line. Yeah, I think it's important. Mark knows better than anyone. It's important to have goals, right? And it's important to have a target but not be too pushed. Like if a little kid comes out and plays the full course, what's going to happen? No, yeah. Nothing good. Right. But like at 25 yards, they'll start to see progress. And really quick, rapid yeah. progress, right? I mean, it was pretty cool to see kids go from 25 yards to that 75 or 100 and a matter of three or four months, right? So that's exactly what we wanted with that program, and it seems to have proven to be really successful so far. So we're really happy with how it turned out. Yeah, and it really gives them something to work on, too. So we figured out at the end of the whole thing with Mackenzie that it was putting, that, you know, she was fine getting near the green, but on the green itself, there were a lot of hockey sticking, right? Yeah. And that uh, shows you how important putting is for all of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it's good. And you get a freezy at the end, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Freezy. I think That's we a- need to migrate into a hot chocolate by the end of the year. But yeah, something they always get a little bite to eat. And Mark, don't take my freezy. Don't, don't take <laughs> didn't even. I know. I can't, my ki- yeah. I can't convince my kids. I can't. They, like, the, the only reason my kids come to golf is for a power cart and a Gatorade. 
And I, that's it. Definitely, really? def, definitely not for time with dad, right? No, God, no. No, nobody in my house is yeah. striving for time with dad. They get enough of it. We talked about earlier at the start of this about the uh, the danger zone in their house when oh. uh, Brian and the whole family, they blindfold him and poke him like a pig and then he falls over and it's, not it's a lot, lot of trouble. It's a lot of trauma in the house. A lot of trauma. <laughs> a lot a lot of trauma. trauma. <laughs> well, listen, Mark, keep up the great work. I think that there's the positive feedback for you should be there because you've yeah. done a great job with these young kids and the patients working with them and putting your time out there and and helping yeah. them uh, progress in golf so yeah. we really appreciate yeah, it Yeah, it was great it was great to have the support of the club of brian jared bill and all you everyone coming out so it was awesome i mean it only become such a successful event if the parents and players are coming out which they did so i'm really happy that that it was so successful as it was so hopefully like i said just continue building it and growing it each year after year so thank cool. you I love support. So much support in this podcast. Exactly. It's all about support. It is. Exactly. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Always. Thanks, Mark. The Crowncast is available on crownisle.com and through Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe today so you don't miss an episode.